Hello, and welcome to Your Life Rocks. This is the podcast that equips Christian working moms to create balance, clear chaos, and we're going to share some tips with you to help you reach goals in all areas of your life. My name is Jenny Stemmerman, your host and fellow working mom, and I am so glad that you are here to hang out with us today. You know, today, as I'm recording this podcast, is my absolute favorite day of the year. It's really the most special day of the year for me because as a mom, today I get to celebrate my kiddos. I don't have twins, but my boys share the same birthday. They're four years apart to the day. So today I am celebrating them. And while they're at school celebrating with their friends, I'm here recording this podcast for you. And then I'm going to go out and do everything I can to make today extra special because that's what we do as working moms, right? In fact, it's always been a tradition for me that I take their birthday off. I always use that as a personal day or vacation day because although it's celebrating them, it's also the day I became a mom and I want to celebrate that for me too. Whenever I see moms celebrating their kid's birthday, I always want to say happy birthday to the mom because she's the one who gave birth. And as moms, we all know what that was like. In fact, today I'm going to be starting a conversation in our Facebook group asking everyone to share their birth stories. What was it like for them? Um, Are they done having kids? Are they wanting to have more kids? I know for me, we're done, at least biologically. Who knows what God will bring in the future? But it's still something I love to talk about, just that joy of God bringing those blessings into our life. And I certainly love to hear it from other women too. If you're not yet part of our Facebook group, I want to invite you. You can just go to yourliferocks.com, click on the community tab, and you will have instant access. It's a complete free community on Facebook for you, women just like you, who are trying to manage it all, juggle it all, and balance it all with keeping a positive perspective and keeping our focus on Christ. Now, you can also search Facebook, just search Your Life Rocks community, and we should pop up right there for you too. Either way. We're waiting for you, and we would love to have you join us. I'm super excited about the episode this week for you that we are about to dive into. It's a little bit of everything and a lot of nothing all at once. It's truly my top 10 hacks for working Christian moms. Because sometimes we want to dive deep into certain subjects, and if this is your first time listening to this podcast, that's typically what we do. When we talk about balance, we're talking about setting and moving towards goals in all areas of life. And we define that by eight areas. So looking at things like your faith, your career, your marriage, your parenting, your health, your home, your finances, your friends, your fun. I feel like I'm forgetting one of them. I usually count them on my fingers and I didn't that time. But there's eight of them. And so typically every single episode, we'll dive deeper into one of those. Last week, we talked a lot about your career. And upcoming here soon, we're going to have some great guest interviews with health experts, um, faith experts, talking about how to fit daily devotions into your mornings. Some really great content coming for you. So I hope you hit subscribe so you don't miss a single one of them. But if there's a particular area of your life that you're feeling like you need a little bit more help in, maybe it's marriage or parenting, just go back through the archives and you'll be able to find those podcast episodes or you can just go to yourliferocks.com, go to the podcast tab, and in the search bar, you can just type in marriage or career, whatever it is that you feel like you really need some extra guidance in. And I promise we are there to support you 100%. So this episode being a little bit about nothing and everything all at once, I'm super excited to dive in. 
Now, some of these tips are tips that I've always kind of just put into practice. Some of them are part of what we teach inside of our Life Balance membership. Um, And other ones are just things I've picked up from other incredibly brilliant moms that just share their great content. And so we're going to be continuing this conversation again all week long in our Facebook group. So I invite you, if you have some extra hacks that you want to share that I am not sharing on this podcast, share them in the group because we would love to learn from you as well. That's what we're all here for. That's why we have a community so we can support and learn from each other. All right, so let's jump right into this list, the top 10 hacks for Christian working moms. All right, number one, number one hack. And I kind of put these in alignment as a day would progress. So of course, we're going to start number one with a consistent morning routine. Notice I use the word consistent because there's been times in my life where I've had a morning routine, like an idealized morning routine, but I wasn't consistently doing it. And just like everything else in life, if you're not consistently doing it, you're not consistently going to see the benefits. And a lot of cases, you're not going to see any benefits right? Like if you eat a healthy diet every other day, but every other day you eat extremely unhealthy, probably not going to see a whole lot of health benefits from that. (laughs) So consistency certainly is important. Now I've done a podcast episode all about setting up a strong morning routine. So I invite you to go back and listen to that, but just know and give yourself some grace because not everyone is a morning person. And even if you are a morning person, My morning routine might not look like your morning routine. You want to find what works best for you. For me, it's definitely time with God and it's time for myself and organizing my day. Those are the three things that I make sure I do every morning before my kids are up. And sometimes they do wake up early. But here's the secret. And this might sound a little bit selfish, but I honestly think I'm teaching my kids a lesson on their own self-care. Because morning routines are self-care. Sometimes my youngest son, who is turning eight today, he'll get up a little earlier than I want him to be up, and I'm still in the midst of my morning routine. I greet him, give him a hug, I let him know mommy's doing her morning routine, go make yourself busy, and I'll let you know when I'm done. I don't stop my morning routine to serve him, because I want him to see that this is my time with God. This is the time that mommy uses to take care of herself, so I can be the best for him, to make sure he's getting off on the right foot for his school, for his day whatever it is that's happening, right? So it's providing that example to our kids and what self-care really looks like. And again, it's consistent. It's non-negotiable. If I wake up late, I still do the things. I might not do them as long (laughs) and it might look a little differently than if I perfectly wake up at 5 a.m. like I intend or sometimes even 4.30 like I intend because there will be seasons in my life where I will wake up at 4.30 so I can have a deeper time with God or to spend more time with myself. And when I talk about spending time with myself, I just want to be clear because I talked about this with one of my coaching clients who's always reading things and listening to podcasts and pouring knowledge into herself. But if you don't give yourself time to shuffle through all of the stuff you're pouring into yourself and to be able to put it out, then you're not actually learning or growing from all of that personal development that you're taking in. And when I think about personal development, I include God in that because The Bible is our instruction book. Like that should be the core of our personal development. But if we're not meditating on the word, praying on the word, journaling about the word, or anything else that we're pouring into ourselves, then we're not getting the full benefit. So when I talk about spending time with myself, sometimes it means I'll read a passage from the Bible or from a devotional and then I'll go on a walk. 
Sometimes I go on a run, but most of the time it's a walk, like a slow enough pace I bring my coffee with me because it's a time for me to talk to God without any interruptions, without me looking at the things that need to be done around the house. And for me, that's when my brain works best is when I'm moving and it's silent outside and I love it when it's dark even and I'm bundled up having my coffee and walking around the block with God. But find whatever works for you as your time with him. And then I organize my day. Now again, some days I have time to do my incomplete organization, looking at my calendar, making my to-do list, filling out all of the boxes for my Life Balance Planner, which is our sponsor of this episode, I should add. Our Life Balance Planner is an amazing tool for working Christian moms. It's more than just a calendar. It's really a system. And the daily systems have you mark off things like being physical, time with God, your water, writing out your Bible verse for the week. Because when you write it out every single day, it allows God to show you a different piece of that Bible verse. But the thing, if I'm really short on time, the one thing I will do as part of my morning routine, and then I'll fill the rest out later when I start my workday, is the one thing. I'm a huge proponent of picking one thing that will make you feel most successful in the day, and you do that thing. It doesn't matter if you have 112 things on your to-do list. We all do. We are all so productive. I don't want to use the word busy. We're all so productive in our day. We have so many things that require our, our attention. And sometimes that can make us feel so guilty, like we're not doing enough. We're not getting enough things done. But if you can just pick one thing that if at the end of the day, nothing else got done but that one thing, what would it be that would make you feel most successful. It might not be the most productive thing. So for example, for me yesterday, my one thing was calling to make a doctor's appointment for my son because I'd been putting it off and putting it off. It's not an emergency thing. He just, he's got some acne issues and needs to go and see the doctor, but I kept forgetting and I would remember long after the doctor's office was closed. But that was my one thing yesterday that I felt most successful if I could get that done. And I did because it was just one thing. And I got a lot of other things done in the day, but I've just focused on one thing. So if you're short on time in the morning, Whether you're using the Life Balance Planner or not, I hope that you are. But if you're not, just think, what's the one thing that would make me feel most successful today? Write it down and make a plan to get it done. All right, so that was number one. That was a really long number one. I promise the other nine won't be that long. But I could seriously do a whole podcast series on what it is to have a morning routine, putting together a habit, what makes a habit stick, all of that stuff. And if that's something you want me to do, just let me know. You can just comment in our Facebook group. I'd be happy to do that. All right, so let's get on with number two already. Number one's been long enough. Number two, and this one is super short and sweet, but it does have a bonus attached to it for you. And it is simply chug water first thing in the morning. So as I'm putting my my coffee grounds into the coffee machine for it to brew, I pour myself a cup of water and I chug it. Now, one thing that I do before I chug it is I squeeze a lemon, a a slice of lemon into it. And if I'm really thinking about it, but let's face it, I'm not really thinking about it that much in the morning before my coffee, I will try to warm up the water a little bit in the kettle that's on the stove. But oftentimes it's just straight out of the fridge, put lemon in it, and it just goes down the hatch. And I chug it guzzle it because I am lousy about getting water but we all need water we know this and it's about helping our hormones balance helping our metabolism function helping our brain function you know many many years ago I used to work in the diet industry and I remember someone um, was talking to me about the importance of water in our system 
and how our brain needs water to function. And if there's not enough water intake coming in, then our body will steal that water from other parts of our body. And I don't know how much of this is true because she, I'm not sure how medically professional she was, and I certainly don't have a medical degree, but this is just always something that stuck with me. Is she talked about, you know, the how gross it is to think that your brain is stealing water from your intestines. And that's why we get constipated sometimes when we're not drinking enough water because our body will steal from that to run other vital organs like our brain. And the idea of sewage water floating around in my brain was not pleasant. So that (laughs) encourages me to drink more water. Again, I don't know if it's true. So if you're a medical professional and you're listening, you're like, that is a load of garbage. I'm sorry, but that's just what helps me drink more water is that thought. So it works for me, but chugging water in the morning. Now I said I had a little bonus for you on this one. Now I mentioned squeezing lemon in that. Lemon is not always in season and lemons, quite frankly, can be kind of expensive when they're not in season and gross when they're not in season. But here's the trick that I do is I will go to Costco and I will buy one of those big bags of lemons that There's no earthly way you could possibly use all of those lemons before they go bad. But what I do is when I come home, I scrub them all down, I chop them into quarters, and then I bag them individually, like into little sandwich bags. So, I mean, it will make literally like 15, 20 of those sandwich bags full of lemons, and I throw them in the freezer. And then when I'm doing my Sunday prep day, I'll take a bag out for the week and put it in the fridge. And then, you know, the kind of, as they melt, that leads like some gooey sludge lemony stuff in the bag and I'll take that out and I'll cook it with my chicken. So there's all kinds of different ways you can do it but pre-buying those big bags of lemons doing a little bit of work to prep it and put it in the freezer means you always have lemon for your water which is extra healthy for you. So there's your little bonus tip for number two. All right number three I promise this won't be much quicker. I said two was gonna be fast and it was long. All right, anyway, number three is to utilize your bathroom mirror. Dry erase markers on your bathroom mirror are a must a must. Right now, the things I have written on my bathroom mirror are my um, scripture for the week that I have as part of my life balance planner. Again, that's our sponsor for this episode. You can um, find that by going to yourliferocks.com. So I have the scripture for my week from the life balance planner written on my mirror. So I can look at it as I'm blow drying my hair, as I'm brushing my teeth, I'm reading it out loud, praying about it. It just is another way of surrounding my life with the word. The other thing I've written on my bathroom mirror right now is a simple question. And the simple question is, what can I do to make my husband's day today? Because you know what? Right now he has just started a business and he is stressed beyond belief and it is crazy town with our family. And sometimes I can get so wrapped up in what I'm doing, what the kids are doing, that all of the other things in life that I can forget super easily how much I need to support him, that God made me to be his helper. And right now he really needs my help. So I have that written on my bathroom mirror. And it's so funny because I, when I first wrote it up there, to be honest, I was waiting for my husband to notice. I was like, oh gosh, what's he going to think when he sees that? And I don't know. I felt kind of weird about it. Maybe I shouldn't feel weird about it, but I felt weird about it thinking, oh, is he going to judge me? Like that's, I don't, what's he going to think? He didn't even notice for like weeks and weeks and weeks because I've had it up there for a while. And he didn't even notice. So I don't know what I was worried about. So don't worry about anything else. Just write on your mirror with a dry erase. It comes right off. I mean, I redo the verse every single week. Um, And sometimes I'll write other things up there too, just to remind myself of things or some quotes or, you know, whatever. Because as I'm getting ready in the morning, it's just something for me to look at and meditate on. So number three, utilize your bathroom mirror. Number four, now this is one of my favorite tips. (laughs) because I get so many questions all the time like how do you work 
manage your family, do all these other things, and have a house that's somewhat put together and organized and clean. Because that always seems to be the last thing because we're so tired, right? Who has the time to clean your house? Number one, I will say, and this is not part of the 10, but number one, I will say, if you have the means, hire someone to take care of your house for you. I have gone through different seasons in the last however many years where I've had people come into the home to help me with housework and then times when that wasn't necessarily a possibility, but it makes such a huge difference when it is. And it was hard for me to initiate that in the beginning, but once I got over that fear, it was the best thing ever because now I get to spend time with my kids on the weekend and not scrubbing a toilet in the shower, right? Like I'll still vacuum and dust and clean up because that makes me feel good. But to have someone do those other things I don't want to do is priceless. It is so worth it. But okay, that's not even the tip. So this tip is 20 things. Again, think about your day, right? So we talked about the morning routine. We talked about chugging water first thing in the morning. We talked about utilizing your bathroom mirror. So you have things written on there that you're reading and looking at while you're getting ready for work. The 20 thing rule is in the morning before you leave the house, you clean 20 things. It can literally be picking up five things pieces of dirty laundry on the ground and putting it in the hamper, that's five things. Maybe it's picking up a couple dishes and putting them in the sink. Maybe your 20 things is unloading the dishwasher. But when you can just do 20 things, it keeps your house clean because it's like a maintenance thing. And sometimes if I have extra time in the morning, I'll do like 20 things in the bedroom, 20 things in the kitchen, 20 things in the living room. Because it doesn't take that long to pick up 20 things. And by the way, I count making the bed as like five. (laughs) So... There you go. If you have a lot of pillows, you can count it as even more, but 20 things. And this is something I also have taught my kids. So rather than telling them to go and clean their room, because I know that that's going to end up being an argument and me yelling and them being upset and not to mention a probably a four hour ordeal, I'll tell them, just go in your room and pick up 20 things and then you can go do something else for a little bit. And then they'll do something else for like five, 10 minutes. And I'll say, okay, why don't you go pick up 20 more things? Or I will say, mommy will help you clean up 20 things. And then I'll leave for a bit. And then if I come back and you've made good progress, I'll pick up 20 more things, right? Because they're always like, will you help us clean? No, I won't help you clean. But I'll pick up 20 things because 20 Legos doesn't make that big of a difference. And you can do it in like 30 seconds. So that 20 things, implement that. I promise you will thank me later. All right, number five. Number five is so good. And it took me so long to start this. But once I've started it, I am a full-on addict and it is audible books. I don't know about you, but I have tried reading before I go to bed at night. It just, I don't get very far. I work through my lunches, which I know is probably unhealthy. Sometimes I take a lunch break, but very rarely. I don't really have time to read books, but I also don't have a desire to stay who I am. I wanna grow, I wanna read books, I want to learn and experience things through books, and I know that that is extremely valuable. So of course, I listen to a ton of podcasts, as I'm sure you do too, because you're listening to this. So thank you so much for including Your Life Rocks into your playlist. But if you're not yet listening to Audible, it is a game changer. I mean, literally, some books you can listen to in like a day. A day! Do you know how many books you could get through in a month, through a year, if you were just listening to them? Now, I will be fair and say that there are some books that I go back and I have to listen to more than once. Because I want to, (laughs) because sometimes I'm multitasking when I'm listening and I don't pick up on everything. Now, there have been times where I've been known to lay in bed at night with earbuds in, not trying to go to sleep, but just relaxing and listening to a book. But typically I'm listening while I'm driving, while I'm working, while I'm cleaning the house, doing all of those other things. 
but it is so valuable. So if you're not yet utilizing audiobooks, do it. And you can even get them from your library. If you don't want to pay for them through Audible, there is that library feature. But for me, I just do the subscription because I know I get one credit a month. That's one new book a month. And it gives me something to look forward to. Now, sometimes people ask me what books I recommend. I'm going to leave in the show notes my last five Audible books that I have gotten. So if you're interested in what those five books are, you can visit our show notes page by going to yourliferocks.com forward slash podcast forward slash 73. And that is where you will find the list of the Audible books that I have gotten in the last couple months. All right, before we move on to number six, let's recap these first five hacks for working Christian moms. Number one is having a consistent morning routine. Number two is chugging water first thing in the morning. Number three is utilizing your bathroom mirror. Number four, 20 things, picking up 20 things. Number five is audible. And number six is simply margin, margin and white space. I will tell you the number one, number one, one tip to having more balance in your life is God. Number two, put white space on your calendar. We overschedule ourselves so much. We are so guilty of this, putting too much on our calendar, too much on our to-do list, saying yes to too many things. We don't have margin to breathe. We don't have margin to deal with emergencies when they come up or to listen to our bodies, to rest when we need to rest or to go in a different direction when you need to go in a different direction. So as you're doing your day, as you're looking at the projects you're taking on and your agenda for the entire week, make sure you put in some margin for yourself. Put in some white space, schedule it in and protect that time. I promise you will get so much more done and you will feel so much more sane. All right, number seven is probably just as simple as number six, but just as valuable, and it is alarms and reminders. Now, this piggybacks onto our weekly success planning, and that was, I think, about three episodes back. If you wanna go and listen to that, where I walk you through all eight steps of weekly success planning, which is our free course and helping you up-level your Sunday prep. And you can get that if you haven't yet already by just going to weeklysuccessplanning.com. You can sign up for the free course, the toolkit, get everything you need. But one of the things that I do on my Sunday prep day is to set reminders and alarms for the week ahead. So there are certain alarms that go off for me throughout the day, Monday through Friday. They're already preset. I don't have to do anything except for make sure my phone is not silent, (laughs) which doesn't always work when it's on silent, but to have those reminders that are preset to remind me to pray, to remind me to breathe, to remind me to move, to drink water, those things that I need to make sure I'm always doing because I can get so laser focused and I can forget to tap into the vine. I can forget to take care of me and then I look up and like six hours has passed and I haven't moved or I haven't drank any water or I haven't eaten, all of those things. So I have those alarms on my phone. Now, I was able to remember the doctor's appointment (laughs) from yesterday because I put it on as a reminder on my phone the night before when my son asked me about it. And I was like, dang it, I forgot again. So I put it on as a reminder. I know you are superwoman. I know you are capable of so much, but just do your poor brain a favor and put those reminders in your phone. It's super easy. Just about every smartphone out there, you can just push on the voice to talk button and say, remind me, and then say what you want it to remind you. And it can just be set up. So like when I did my doctor's appointment, I just pushed the button. I said, remind me tomorrow at three o'clock to call the doctor. Done. It reminded me. So use those features on your smartphone to help you 
set yourself up for success. And a little side tip, (laughs) if you enroll in weekly success planning, set a reminder on Saturday to do the course because you can do the course in probably about an hour and then you're set to run on Sunday for your prep day. But sometimes Sunday comes and it's like three o'clock and you're like, oh shoot, I didn't even do the course yet, let alone start to do the prep stuff. So you can set those reminders for yourself like now. All right, number eight. This is one of my favorites. I think I've said that on all the previous seven tips, but this one is pretty great as well. You know, there are days where we have to make choices. Can I do this or should I do that? I only have the time to do one. (laughs) So this is one of those things when you're like, okay, my house is a disaster, but I know I need to work out. Which should I do? Why not do both? Set the alarm for 20 minutes and hustle and power clean. Work up a sweat. This is not a leisurely cleaning. This is pump up the music and move your body. I'm talking about doing lunges while you are vacuuming, squatting while you're folding laundry, whatever it is that you need to do. Think about, okay, how can I turn this into an exercise and go as fast as you can? Because then you get a little cardio workout in there too. Now, as a side note, when I first did this a couple times, my husband thought I was um, mad. Like not crazy, but like upset because I was huffing and puffing around the house and like in a hurry. And so he thought I was like mad about something. And so I just clarified with him, I'm doing a workout. And he's like, oh, I thought you were upset. So if that's the way you act when you get upset, sometimes you're irritated. Just let people around you know. You're just getting a workout in while you clean the house. But set the alarm for 20 minutes. Go hard. Go fast. And get things clean. All right, number nine is a device. It is one of the best devices. This device helps me feel like I'm a better parent for a number of reasons. And I've talked about it a few different times. It's called Circle and it's by Disney. And it's just this little white box that you connect into your router. Yes, your router like that controls the internet in your house. And then you download the app on your phone. And the cool thing with Circle is it monitors everything that happens on your internet. You can set timers for things. You can set um, restrictions per device. You can set like a a bedtime for your kids so they can't access the internet after a certain time. You can see where they're spending their time on apps or different programs. And you can check in on yourself too. Because here's one thing that I have learned for myself and through coaching so many different women is we feel like we never have the time. Yet when we look at how much time we spend on Instagram, Pinterest, Facebook, We've got some time. (laughs) Now, those things are not bad. So don't feel like it's a judgment if you're spending time on there. Because for me, my time on Pinterest is self-care. My time on Instagram is self-care. I spend a lot of time on Pinterest when I'm preparing for things, to be able to research things. It's For me, it's not a comparison game. It's not a negative thing. It's truly like a tool that I use. But sometimes I can do that in excess. And we have to be careful that we're not being gluttonous in our social media consumption. And especially if social media is part of your job. I know there's a number of people who are listening to this that are entrepreneurs that work in direct sales or network marketing, or even people who um, coach their kids' sports teams or things like that. You need to be on social media to communicate with people. But if you're using it to an excess, to where you're not spending time with your kids or you don't have time to work out or you don't have time for God, yet you have time for Instagram, there's a problem. So you can literally set those time limits up for your device. You can set those time limits up. Like it's okay to have 20 minute binge on Instagram and then it's done. If you can't 
control that yourself. Circle will control that for you. It's an amazing, amazing device. So I'll make sure I link to that in the show notes as well. It's an incredible thing that you can have for your family, for yourself. All right, number 10. This is our last hack. And honestly, I could have gone on. There were more. But I wanted to talk so much about each one that I didn't want this to be a two-hour long podcast episode. So maybe I'll do another hack in the future and include your hacks. So again, come on over to our Facebook group. Share the hacks that help you be successful as a Christian working mom. We would love to learn from you and include those hacks in maybe a future episode. So this last hack, number 10, it is called Peak and Pit. And this is something that my kids and I do every single day after school while we're having dinner. It just helps the conversation go so much better than how was your day? What happened at school? What did you learn today? Asking all those questions that you get like a little mumble of a response from and nothing else. And it really helps me be able to stay focused on how my day went and to focus on gratitude. It helps me better understand my husband to know when he shares his peak and pit as well. And if you've never played the game peak and pit, peak meaning the best thing that happened today and the pit meaning the worst thing that happened today. And honestly, sometimes my kids will say something that like happened in the last 30 seconds. Like the peak is I love this dinner and the pit is I'm almost already done and I know I can't have any more. So I'll make them think a little bit harder. Like think about like what happened at school today What was your peak and pit or what happened before school that was your peak and pit. Like you can narrow it down and get them to really think about it. But everyone has to answer. And it's just another great way of being able to connect with your kids when you don't have a ton of time to connect with your kids. Because let's face it, as Christian working moms, we are definitely quality over quantity when it comes to our motherhood. So we got to make every moment count. And this will really help you to be able to know your kids, helps them to better know you. And like I said, it's great for yourself just to be able to reflect back on your day, have some gratitude on really what was the best part. I want to thank you so much for hanging out with us today and spending some of your time listening to this podcast. I know you are short on time and it just means so much that you would be part of this community. Again, I hope that you hit subscribe so you don't miss a single upcoming episode. We have some really great guests lined up for you. And of course, this episode today was sponsored by the Life Balance Planner. You can learn more about this beauty by going to yourliferocks.com and you can just click on the little tab at the top that says Life Balance Planner. Now I'll tell you, what makes this planner different than other planners that are out there, it's a 90-day planner. So it is really more of a system to help you really live an intentional, balanced life. So when you order the planner, before it even arrives, you will get an email with a intentional goal setting course to help you really narrow down what are your goals for all eight areas of life over the course of the next 90 days. It's completely free, comes with the planner, and you'll get it right away. Now you also get a digital version of the planner. So if you're not a paper planner person, that's okay. You can still work this system using the digital copy. But we have everything in there that you need from 90-day planning, monthly planning, your calendars, everything that are in there, your weekly success planning, your Sunday prep checklist, your meal planning for every single week, your prayer journal, all included in there. And of course, your daily sheets are designed to help keep you in action, keep you focused on the things that matter most. Really, the entire system, we call it the Life Balance Planner because it is designed to help you achieve, to create greater balance in your life. So I hope that you check it out. I'm super excited to bring it to you, and I hope that it blesses you in so many ways. 
All right. Now, like I said before, the number one secret to creating balance in your life is to grow in a deeper relationship with God. And that is why every single episode we share a word from the Bible. And this verse is really special to me because it's been my verse all week long. It's been the verse that's been written on my bathroom mirror. It's the verse I write down every single day in my life balance planner. It is truly the verse of my week. And I wanted to share it with you because as I started this week, my focus is on my health. And this verse I picked because of that reason. But as I've meditated on this word all week long, it has unfolded and meant so much more to me. It is Proverbs 31, 17, and it reads, She sets about her work vigorously. Her arms are strong for her tasks. And what's really opened up for me about this verse is we think about the physical, but it's so much about everything else that we have that equips us to do what God has set before us. These hacks that I've shared with you today, these are just simple things that can help equip you to do what God is calling you to do. Things don't have to be hard. We are equipped. We just need to get to work in a vigorous way to do the work that God has set before us because he has made us strong for our tasks. I want to thank you again for hanging out with us today. So until next week, keep building a life that rocks. Bye.